You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress toward your dreams, goals, and desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig Lyman, and today let's work on Project You. Hey, you guys, welcome to Project You, a podcast where I truly hope that you are a little bit more inspired, maybe empowered, maybe given a little bit more pep in your step to live the fullest life that you possibly can. I got to be honest with you, I'm on pretty much cloud nine right now, coming down and coming back from the weekend that I just did. And I, I, I must say that I'm living my best life right now. I'm living my life to the absolute fullest. And it's ironic, really, because here I am as a business owner and a mother and a wife and a friend and a sister and a daughter and a podcast girl and all these different things that my brain is just circulating with to to be every single day. And I, I honestly can say that being conscious and going through the route of healing and being aware and alert to self and the environment and the people and everything that's going on around me is bringing me to a place of freedom. And freedom has nothing to do, in my book at least, in a monetary zone. It has nothing to do with things that I'm wearing. It has nothing to do with the car that I'm driving. It has nothing to do with the, the roof over my head. I must say that I'm very, very thankful and I live in gratitude every single day for the blessings from the Lord that, that I have in my life. But I'm not free because of those things. I'm free right now today, almost 38 years old in two weeks because I'm living my most authentic self, my most fullest life. And when I go back to you know the, the, the ironic place that I'm feeling is like, I, I share with my clients, with my friends, with my family every single day about taking the chance to make the choice to be the change that you deserve to be. And as I'm looking back on the weekend and I'm looking back on my life, it's been the ultimate thing that I've done, which is taking the chance and being a risk taker and being absolutely fearless. I mean, honestly, what I chose to do this past weekend could have ticked a lot of people off. It could have brought conversation up that she's not good enough. How does she think she could do that? Um, the inner critic could have been strong. The outer critic could have been strong. Um, my outcome could have allowed that inner or outer critic to be strong. So those are things that could have held me back from the very beginning beginning to not make this choice. However, I didn't care. I don't care. I care how I make people feel and I care about you know the things that are filling me up opposed to the things that are draining me and I'm aware of that and I no longer allow those drainers to serve me anymore. So I'm beating the supposed to's 
because I'm taking the chance. And it's risky because you, you, you could be living in shame or you could be living in doubt or you could be living in fear. I get that. I, I've been there and I've been shackled to those emotions and to those things that were holding me back and isolating me for a long time. You know that through the past podcast of Project You. However, the story of my last weekend was accepting and enlisting myself to trying out for the USA bobsled team in Park City, Utah. I had an amazing training partner by the name of Dan Knapp, which is also my coworker at the gym. And it wasn't his first combine considering he was an NFL and a CFL football player and had been there, done that before. However, having that training partner, having the environment, having the coaches and having the support was undeniably the best and coolest part of the equation other than actually being there this weekend. No one sees the 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 hard hours and the and the pains and the aches and the self-care that you put into something like that in order to get to where you want to be. And a lot of people have saying have have said, "Oh gosh, I love how you dream and I love how you're just out there and you'll just do it." But for me, it's not just a dream, it's it's really my reality. I'm willing to take the chance to make the choice to be the change that I want to be as a performance athlete. And trying out for the USA Olympic bobsled team was was easy for me because I'm a risk taker and I do things authentically in an extraordinarily way, but I do them authentically to self. Now, have I been on the other side of things and felt and felt like I was, you know, captivated in in a negative spot? Well, yeah. And that looking back was also by choice. I made those choices and I sat in those zones of life and it didn't serve me. It didn't make me happy. I didn't feel vibrant. I didn't feel whole. And now that I look back, I wasn't living my fullest and best life. I wasn't being true to authentic self and I wouldn't understand what this really means without going through this past weekend. I am free. And excuse me if I get a little emotional, but it is so real right now on behalf of choosing the authentic self versus what you're supposed to be through someone else's eyes. That could be your parents, your boss, your spouse, your best friend. Sometimes we really do have the insecurity or the conquer and conquest label on us so hard that we disconnect with self so much that we really don't live life to its fullest. And we mask that, you know, and, and I'm not going to say that this is my first time feeling that I've lived my life to its fullest because really from a young child, all the way to 23 years old, I was on the move. I was doing and going and being fearless. Then there was that 10 year gap uh, that I that I was piddling around in and out. I was running lots of races still and I was I was doing things. I was working out. Of course, that's my that's my job. It's what I do. It's how I serve. However, I got shackled by choice on stage and it didn't serve me because I was living 
to perform and to be, you know, and to be judged in a subjective arena. And I thrive off of the exact opposite. So here I did um, make that decision to to try out for the combine or go to the combine rather to try out for the USA bobsled team. And I trained my butt off. I got there and things started to happen. Lightning bolts of affirmation and lightning bolts of wholeness, personal wholeness started to happen throughout that weekend. It was magical, not because of just the environment and where I was and the energy, but it was magical because I was really in tune with self and I was really enjoying that. So that meant that I was present, right? And as it goes on, I remember thinking of all the excuses that I could have come up with. I'm 37, almost 38 years old. I'm a mom of two. I'm a business owner. Remember, I'm doing podcasts now. Oh yeah, and I'm writing my third book right now with my team. And I'm managing 11 people on board right now when it was just solely me at the very beginning. Responsibilities are super strong right now. I have friendships that I nurture every single day. I have family that I nurture every single day and there should be no room to go to go train with the elitist of the elite. And there should be no room for, for that kind of dream. But you make room for it because it's within your reality. And it's something that serves you and fills you up. And that's the only way that I can really display that this authentic self is worth really settling into to really become the best person and the best version of you. And I'm there and it, and it felt no different than when I was in my early 20s or, you know, my my late teens. Like I was relentless to become and I was eager to get out there. I had the high nerves. I had full anticipation. I felt my psoriasis just go away weeks before this, not because I was because I was not stressed out. You know, and I was, it's not that I, I, I seek to be in a no stress zone because I know that's not real life. I know that stress is, and stress is always going to be there, but managing the stress is my, is my objective. And part of managing my stress I've learned through this past weekend is being authentic to self. Do those crazy things, Cam, challenge yourself, make those extreme, extreme choices, you know, and watch your stress levels go down, which they did. And the reason why I know my stress levels went down is because my psoriasis is something that I feel and I itch and, and, and that really gives me pain. And, and it really dawned on me two weeks ago where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not itching the crap out of my head right now or my elbows or, or anything that I'm not flared up right now. And I started to realize, oh my gosh, like this piece of tranquility and serenity was happening. And I knew that I felt it. So I, I, I was there at the combine and I felt like a little girl. I felt free. I felt alive. I felt like I was exactly where I was supposed to be. 
it was the person that was there that showed up that I honored, you know, and um, I always speak of this one girlfriend. I, I guess I just should call her name out. Her name's Andrea Moore. And she, she sent me this text message. She's like my, my, my like solely. And she, she really, she really helps me understand that the outcome of the combine was never really the ultimate goal. However, the cherry on the top would have been really nice and cool, but who you were when you got there is what matters. And there's, there's a quote from Max Strom that she also sent me. It says, remember, it doesn't matter how deep into posture you go. What does matter is who you are when you get there. So who I was when I got there was, was magnetic, was dynamic, was open and free to compete at this elite and highest level. There was not one moment, not one that I had like the thought, turn around, get out of this, get out, just walk away from this track. You're not supposed to be here. Those are way more in, you know, younger girls and younger guys, and they have way more athletic ability. There was that, that didn't run through my head once. Instead, I was supposed to be there. I stood up to that line. I took that shot put. I put on my spikes and I was ready to go. And that's because of the journey that I've been through this whole time of practice to be where I'm at today. Have you ever started a running regimen only to find yourself lost and bored? That's exactly why I've created the Sprint eBook. If the treadmill had you tired, these proven sprint workouts will help you stay on target and in shape in 30 minutes or less. Did you know that sprints are the most effective workout for people looking to shed fat but maintain muscle? Head to ccfreno.com backslash sprint. Again, ccfreno.com backslash sprint and get your copy of the Sprint ebook today. Now, if I would have been a 22-year-old, you know, and with, with, you know, the mindset that I had there, but the athletic ability, I don't know that I would have made it then either. Um, my point is that, yes, for those that of you that didn't read my posts or didn't see my Facebook and stuff, I didn't make the 500 marker. I wasn't in that caliber. And they're not going to call me back to be on the USA bobsled team. However, I do feel that being there, that competing, going through every single step with 100% perceived effort and the mental game that I had was everything to me. I was humbled. I'm, I'm going to tell you that because I did underestimate the training that I gave for this because I was gearing up towards two sports. I was giving a lot of effort to my sprints and because I knew that that's all they wanted to see was your speed, correct? This is bobsled. This is like crazy, crazy fast, 15 meter, 30 meter and 45 meter. And I knew that. And I also in conjunction was training for a Spartan race, which was, it, it's literally, I haven't even done it yet. I'm waiting for this day to come, which is six days later from the combine, which is total opposite style of training that I do for my sprints. And that's 13 miles. It's the beast. And there's 30 obstacles in between. So that's where I had to look face to face with myself and be like, okay, 
Cam, you're in a very humbled position. I know it hurt you to not get the 2.4, or yeah, 2.4, 15 meter sprint. Instead, I got the 2.6, and that wasn't good enough for that sport and to be on the team and to, to go the next level. I realized that I did the darn thing and I did it with my best effort. I was there to see it. I was there to do it. I felt it and I have a way better understanding of what a combine looks like now. And I still have no fear towards it. I know I could be even more crazier to go into it next year if I chose to a 38 year old woman, um, where I was, I was by far the oldest girl there. Uh, we were this just little story of what was supposed to hold me back, but I didn't see it. Just like I don't, I don't see age, I don't see race, I don't see gender to be a, a disadvantage. I don't. I never have, and I and I and I I see that through other people's eyes and my eyes. Uh, and here's the example: we get done with our first run, and we're all swarming to our manager, and she's going to tell us our times. Well, my kids are there. And as my kids are there, they chopper runs up to me when I'm standing there and he's like, mom, 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 mom. And he jumps on me and I'm holding him while I'm listening for my time and attempting to pay attention to this. And it just made so much sense to pick him up and to, to be with a mom because that's who I am all the time. And, and we run that way. There's no set schedule. Like I'm only your mom from, you know, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. You go to school, you know, like it's not on schedule. And so this girl looks at me, which was going before me. She was a beast of an athlete, by the way. I mean, so she looks at me and she goes, she said the F word. Okay. And I'm not going to say it, but she goes, she goes, uh, holy F you're a mom. And that was my lightning strike. I'm a mom. Yes. And that was my supposed to, to walk away from that. Right. Cause you're a mom. You don't, moms don't do this. You're not supposed to be relentless. You're not supposed to be eager towards your goals. Those are dreams and they're dreams only, Cam. No, this is my reality. And I'm making it my reality because I pushed the button. I made the choice by taking a really, really big chance. And yeah, there was a lot of risk in there. Could I blow my hamstring? Heck yeah. My hamstrings were tight, tight, tight that whole time of training. And I'm not going to stop. I developed this new love for the track again, just like I loved it back in high school when I ran the 100, 200, and 400. It meant everything to me. I was just blessed enough to go to college and get a scholarship for volleyball and basketball, and I, I had to leave one behind. So I realized that that lightning bolt of time that this woman, you know, here she is just blasting and doing and just being a go-getter out there and being super elite, and she's looking at me like probably a little little of the way that I was looking at her, remembering that I'm not just a mom. I have a lot of attributes inside of me. I have a lot of traits. There's a lot of qualities. There's this sincere build of confidence. And what I really, really treasure right now is the sincerity of my self-esteem. I'm really trusting myself right now. I'm loving myself right now and I'm respecting myself. And when you do those things, 
then you start to feel that respect and love and trust in return from, from your people around you. And it's magnetic. I've never felt it this strong ever because I'm open to it. And it's so cliche. I've said this again in recent podcasts of Project You is if you can love yourself, you can really open the door for someone else to love you. If you trust yourself, you can open the door for someone else to trust you. If you respect yourself, you can open that door for someone to respect you. And I feel that that's what was was happening in my world as, as I started to express my respect and my trust Um, That in return has been happening with my support group. And I realized that my why was way greater than just going there and making the bobsled team. That challenge and that big risk and that big choice created so many changes within seconds, within moments, within time. I've been allowed this process to actually process what has happened only because I've been giving the t- I've been giving myself the time to reflect to self journal and to really be in a devotional time to grasp what's going on and that was to really understand that I am being an example by action and not by words to my to my children I knew it as I knew as a young girl that I was going to be a mother to boys. I said it my whole life. I promise you can ask my closest and my friends. And I am. I'm a mother to two amazing boys that I choose to not live vicariously through. Instead, I choose to give them a few more tools that they need to be the men that they're destined to be. And I've really taken taken myself out of like, I want you to be this. I want you to do this. Like it has nothing to do with me. And I, I realized that. And so is my husband as we raise our boys together um, a little bit on a little bit later in, in life. And this is one of the gifts that I give to them every single day is showing them by action that anything is possible as long as you're striving to be authentic to yourself and not to others. So the life of peer pressure could have gotten me. There was a lot of looks. There was a lot of frowns. There was a lot of shoulder shrugs. But again, those critics don't don't hold me. They do not and they will not hold me back because I know that I'm in this, I'm in this, driver's seat, right? And only by my faith am I allowed to be in this driver's seat. Like I don't give the victory to self. This is not a self-righteous ride. This is the driver's seat being really driven by my faith and being really driven by my intuition and really being driven by my guts. And I, I'm honoring that. And the reason why I'm honoring it so much now after this weekend is because I know that the destiny is now and it's not a destination. The destiny is to show up and to give 100% and to show my boys that you can and you will because you want to, not because you have to. I've definitely been inspired and empowered and challenged every step of the way 
all the hours of training towards this uh, didn't make it to my highlight reel on my Instagram because I really wanted to feel what it felt like to do something at this caliber. I, I, I feel the freedom, like I told you, because I'm not held back and I'm not held down and I'm not allowing the inner critic and or the outer critic to hurt, kill, steal, or destroy my destiny, which is now. So often I'm thinking of the, the people that I, that I have the opportunity to talk to every single day. For instance, my one client today brought me in a bouquet of flowers. She said, happy anniversary." It was 18 months ago that I text messaged you and I asked you if you could train me to become my best self. She was nervous about it. She was a little skeptic about it because she had never been in a position to be ultimately challenged physically, but she knew that she needed me to be a part of that, you know, vehicle to help her get there. She knew scientifically that it's going to take 18 months to create a habit. That's through her research. That's through her knowing. And she was willing to give 18 months to the day. And she told herself at 18 months, if I'm, you know, just, this is unbearable. I don't have the ambition to get up in the morning freely and happily and joyfully to go to my workout, then I'll quit. But if not, this is going to be for the rest of my life. And it was worthwhile. And the challenge was there in front of her face. And she took the chance to make the choice to be the change that she deserved to be. And here this woman is. 18 months later to the day, bringing me a bouquet of flowers, honoring the day that she, you know, not the day, but the 18 month mark that she chose to either quit or keep going. And those flowers were vibrant and they were colorful and they were full of light and they were full of symbolism to keep going. And I, I, I just know without a shadow of doubt that this will be a forever choice. Uh, because it feels good and she's attracted to it and she knows what it brings to the table. And it's just like what brings to, it's just like what being a performance athlete brings to me. It's a gift every single day. And of course you don't want to get ill and you don't want to get injured and you don't want to, you know, lose, but even those setbacks bring clarity and bring vision and bring the lessons that need to be learned to become the stronger human that you that you also deserve to be. So I want to commend you right now for, for being authentic to yourself. And if you're not right now, that's okay too, because there's no better time than now. I'm going to take you into action of the week which is something that I posted on my Instagram a while ago. And I said, would you like to know two questions that I ask myself in order to help me be aligned with my now? And remember that I'm always in the seat of a student, which will always be a seat to learn and to have these lessons to become my best in order to help and give hope and give light and empowerment and hopefully a little bit more inspiration to at least one person to step up to the plate and live their life to the fullest. Project U has evolved into purchasing one journal that's dedicated to the development of you and authentic self to live the fullest life. Action of the week is gonna call for your journal entries.
And your journal entries are going to be something that are so deep and raw and sometimes rare to even hear from you because you've never answered these questions before. And today I'm going to ask you the question that I asked myself a month and a half ago before signing up for the USA bobsled team to go to Beijing in 2020 and compete in the Olympics. Of course, I, like I told you, I didn't make it, but it pushed me to understand where I should be, okay? And the question that I asked that I'd like for you to write down is what would your young child, who you were as a child, be sad about if you stopped? I was able to answer that, free and clear. The second question that I'm asking you to answer is what would your older self regret not doing? I also was able to answer that free and clear. Now, when you answer these, there's no constraints, no time, no money, no worry or concern holds you back from answering these questions. And when you do answer those two questions, they should be able to align you with what your purpose is and your destiny is now. For some, you need to pick up the paintbrush. For others, you need to start playing chess. Maybe another, you need to start writing again. For someone like me, that's a thrillist and enthusiast to fitness and body in motion forward, go do it. But whatever it is, the time is now. Every moment in life is an opportunity to practice being who you want to become. Follow your heart and remember that love truly does win. Thanks for tuning in with me, you guys. Till next time. Mwah.